But I am uh, very thankful today to start the program, joined uh, live in the studio from Egyptian Electric Cooperative. She is the member services manager there. She also happens to be the chair of the Jackson Growth Alliance Board and the co-owner of Walnut Street Properties, Miss Brooke Guthman. Brooke, it's good to see you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. So I'm um, going to have you on today to talk about a new program that Egyptian Electric is rolling out or has been rolling out over the last few months. But uh, first, let's get to know you just a little bit. How long have you been with uh, Egyptian Electric Cooperative? Um, I've been with a co-op for about 17 years. And did you start out in the uh, job that you have now? No, actually, for my first 10 years, I was a staking engineer. Um, it was just kind of a by chance um, opportunity. You were a what engineer? Staking engineer. And what does a staking engineer do? Um, so like if um, a member or somebody in our service territory requests service or a service upgrade or relocation, um, I would meet them on site and we would stake out the poles and the guy wires and size their service and everything that that would entail. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first 10 years. And so the last seven years you've been in this job? Yes member services. So I transitioned from engineering to um, front office operations, billing, uh, economic development, key accounts, things like that. Yeah, marketing, all sorts of things. And uh, one thing that a lot of people are familiar with, the Illinois Country Living Magazine. Absolutely. And you uh, play a partial role in the publication of that for the members in this area, correct? Yes. Um, As a matter of fact, the Illinois Country Living Magazine is published by our statewide association in Springfield. Um, I think over 90,000 issues go out across the state. Um, We have about 12,000 members in our service territory, so each one of those gets the same magazine um, every month. And the four center section, um, we call it our center section, um, the four center um, pages um, are our newsletter, basically, to our Mm -hmm. membership. And then we also have like a page four or five that we also put content in. And Egyptian Electric serves people in approximately four counties primarily, 10 counties in total, part of of 10 counties. But when people think about electrical suppliers, they think about their various co-ops, they think about uh, Ameren. What is the territory that Egyptian Electric serves? I always describe it as all of Randolph County in the rural areas. So you have to take out the city limits in you know, all of our service territories and in most co-ops. Um, so all of Randolph County, all of Jackson County, about a third, like the eastern, I mean, sorry, the western part of Williamson County, um, the southern part of Perry County, and we jump into Washington up to New Athens and Baldwin. Yeah, I think you even have a few uh, folks in St. Clair County, and it's interesting to me when I see all the various counties that you're in uh, and where are the various borders are between the co-ops. Uh, you've got about 2,000 miles of line, and of course it's a co-op because it's owned by the members. And what does that mean in practice, really? You know, it means a lot different to me today than it did when I first started working at the co-op. Um, I've done a lot of leadership classes recently that really talk about the co-op business model. And, you know, we refer, we compare ourselves a lot to the investor-owned utilities, but really we're comparing ourselves to any kind of business. Um, any business, at the end of the day, somebody profits from it, um, whether it be an investor owned or a business. Um, we're a cooperative. So all of the money that we make goes back into the cooperative. And what doesn't go back into the cooperative goes back to our members um, in the form of capital credit. So granted, you know, our timeline is about 30 years of a payback. 
Um, but it does go back to the members. So that's what makes us different and gives us autonomy and our board of directors, you know, it's, it's, they're elected by the, the members that we serve and our members themselves. It's a nine-member board that uh, governs Egyptian Electric Cooperative. And on your uh, website, there are seven principles that, that guide the co-op. And one of them, of course, is a concern for our community. And we want to talk about how this new program is really helping to bring that particular principle more to life. It's called uh, Operation Roundup. Uh, tell me in general what operation roundup is and, and why you're w- wanting to make people aware of it well basically there's over 800 electric co-ops um, across the united states um, there was one electric cooperative in particular palmetto electric cooperative um, in the late 1980s came up with this idea of if we could round up you know given that we are we're not a, a 501c3 but we're a 501c12 i believe um that hey if we can round up our members bill to the nearest dollar um, and by that you create its own fund so it's a 501c3 fund that these dollars went into and um, then we can award that it's almost like a community foundation that's how I describe it to people so um, different co-ops over time have adopted this and this was one of um, our goals and something that we wanted to do Uh, we launched it in January of 2020 right before the pandemic and um, some co-ops do an opt-in program some do an opt-out opt-out basically means that everybody's entered into the program and you have to let us know if you don't want to be we did not feel like that was the best way but we do an opt-in and we were made aware before we started that it is you know takes time to really um, talk about the program and try to get people to manually enroll in the program sure so it's it's just a rounding up program so on average it's 50 cents a month no more ever than eleven dollars and 88 cents although 88 cents a year that is although you can also select to give a one-time donation to us um, and it is tax deductible again it's a 501c3 so it's separate from um, our business um, but yeah so so if my bill from Egyptian Electric Cooperative is $112.10 and I decide to round up, I'd be giving $0.90 cents on that particular bill because it's going to round up to the next dollar. So my yes. bill would be $111.90 of that would go into this uh, community-based fund that Egyptian Electric uh, hopes to be able to then award to various organizations that are doing good things in the various communities. Absolutely. So... Um there's a couple things I wanted to talk to you about that. But, um, but yeah, so all you have to do is let us know that you want to be in the program. You can call us. You can email. Um, is you there can a box you can box check on, on your on bill? bill. Oh, yes. Perfect. Um, and you can opt out of it at any time as well. So our bill will automatically calculate the roundup. Or if you choose an extra dollar or $2 or $5, we have some members that do a variation of all of those. Mm-hmm. Um and like I said, it, you can, and it shows on your monthly bill how much you've contributed to date. And you can use your year-end statement to, um, you know, to... Use your tax deduction, right. yeah. A- absolutely. Well, and yeah. so I guess you started this right before the pandemic hit, so you probably didn't want to promote it too much during the pandemic because the whole concept during the pandemic was trying to give everybody relief where they could because of all the economic challenges right and um this because it's an opt-in program 
it's more one-on-one and we didn't have those opportunities um, like we had anticipated. Right. So. so do you have a person or organization in mind that you're wanting to help at this point once uh, funds build up to a certain amount? How is that process going to work in terms of awarding the money once uh, funds accumulate? Yeah. So, um, again, because it's an opt-in program, we don't have a lot of money to deal with mm-hmm. or, you know, to work with right now. Um, but the way um, we had calculated it out is if every member potentially had contributed, we would have $90,000 a year to work with. Um, and that is a lot of money that we could give out on a yearly basis. As far as um, potential people that could apply, um, it could be service organizations, it could be food pantries, it could be fire fire departments, it could be schools, even though they're not a 501c3, they are still um, under that same umbrella as like organizations. Nonprofit organizations. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and they can apply. Our goal is to um, actually open it up quarterly, but until we get enough money, um, you know, that's kind of the barrier right now is just having the money in order to do it. So our first application round is due April 4th. Um, you just go to eeca.coop slash roundup to sign up to contribute, or you can do backslash um, or just slash apply to roundup. And that has, it's a pretty simple description. We have a guidelines page and we have a one, I think it's a two page um, application with, you know, descriptions um, and some things that are needed. EECA.coop, or you can just Google search Egyptian Electric Cooperative. You'll find their website. There is a link when you scroll down on the main uh, landing page, about halfway, or you can just go to EECA.coop slash roundup. Uh, your Google search Egyptian Electric Roundup program. There's a, several different ways that you can find that information online. And I uh, believe that the leadership at Egyptian Electric, they are really have their heart in the right place and they're wanting to use this money in the right way to help uplift people and reinvest in communities and scholarships and nonprofits. And so I know that it's easy to be a person that uh, can be critical of the nebulous power company, right? And uh, who wants to give a couple extra cents to uh, my electric bill? But really what you're doing is just reinvesting in your own community and the young people of, of your various towns and rural areas uh, to help lift this region up. And I think that uh, that's exactly the goal of Egyptian Electric. And if I know Brooke, uh, she'll keep uh, pushing toward her goal until it is achieved. Uh, I wanted to also touch on a couple of other things that are upcoming. Uh, you have the, well, let's go to the blood drives first. Uh, Egyptian Electric sponsoring a couple of blood drives here in the near future. Tell me about those. Yes. Yeah, so we've been trying to keep in, uh, keep our blood drives. We have them scheduled out for the rest of the year. But there, I think, is it 56 days I'm, I'm between blood drives that you can, I guess, that people can give blood. Mm-hmm. So our next one is scheduled for next Tuesday, April 5th. Right. And then our next one after that is June 7th, and they are 10 to 3. And these are office. at the office? Yep, at our office in the line room. And every blood drive, we um, want to make sure that we provide our donors um, with some sweet treats. So I think um, last time we had gotten some uh, from Steelville. Uh-huh. And then this time we're doing Heather's Bake Shop. Um, and then we always give away some of our, some other goodies from Egyptian Electric. But they did increase our donorship from 21 to 
25 or 27. So um, you can sign up to um, schedule an appointment at redcross.org for the April 5th one. That'll be Tuesday. Yeah, and it's an important time to be giving blood. I know that that's become almost cliche. Anytime there's a blood drive, people say, you know, the need is urgent. But I can tell you for an example, there's a man in Murfreesboro who is a uh, 85-year-old uh, veteran, and he's been needing some blood, and he's been unable to get it. And he's been having to take iron infusions because he's been anemic. And, uh, you know, it's they've looked everywhere. They've looked from St. Louis to Springfield to try to find a unit of blood and haven't been able to. And so it, it's really... A, a time when the need is great. So blood drive coming up at Egyptian Electric April the 5th and on June the 7th. And then on July the 14th is your annual meeting at the Egyptian Electric office. Uh, I've, of course, heard about the annual meeting for years. I've not made it to an annual meeting. I need to. Uh, tell me what's going to be going on. Well, it's kind of a little hybrid of what we've learned over COVID. So um, this last time we did some box dinner. So um, if you come to our annual meeting, you can always expect um, we usually do a bill credit. Um, you'll get something from us uh, as well as um, a hot dog dinner. Mm-hmm. And um, just participate in our annual meeting. So you help us elect, elect board of directors and get to hear about what we're doing and kind of um, the things that we're working on, what to expect for the next year. Um, and usually they s- registration starts about four and our annual meeting will start about six and it usually doesn't last past an hour or so. And I know that we're going to have, um, some inter- live entertainment this year and we're working on some balloon animals for the kids and things like that. Awesome. Brooke Guthman in the studio with me today, member service manager for Egyptian Electric Cooperative. Find them online at eeca.coop. Find out about the Roundup program, uh, their sponsorship of upcoming blood drives, and their annual meeting. All there at eeca.coop. Brooke, anything else that we need to mention that we haven't got to today? No, just if you know of... uh not-for-profit or like organization that is interested like has a project that they're working on um, to make sure you can contact me at any time at bguthman at eeca.coop or you know i would like ask you to consider to apply for these funds um, because they they are there and we want to we want to give them out to to the people that are helping things happen um, in our communities do you think you're going to be able to give away funds uh, sometime this year um, actually, we're taking application till the 4th. We have about $4,000 to work with. I know mm-hmm. it's not much, um, but we would like to start cycling it through. So, All right. Well, be sure to reach out to Brooke if uh, you have a project that could use some funding to see if it would be eligible. And uh, maybe you could be one of the first to take advantage of the funds provided from the Roundup program. Brooke, thanks for coming over and visiting with me. I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more after this.